Burr exclusive on the production. Your experience just got serious. From the producers of God of a Coach. Exclusive hype brings to you. Ten on the clock. Here's your host, Tyrone Smith. Fresh off of the Hornets' victory over the Brooklyn Nets last night, Week 25 of the National Basketball Association is officially complete. From the absence of John Morant to the possible return of Anthony Davis, I don't really know how else to tell you that we are literally days away from the play-in tournament, but we're days away. And I'm going to try to break down this week in 10 minutes or less, but it's probably going to be more. This is 10 on the clock. I'm Tyrone Smith. We're on two exclusive hustle band and sneaker bandage. Y'all already know the vibes. And let me just start off by saying that my goal is to get last week and this week together in this episode because I am still a week behind. I did my last episode quickly breaking down everything that was the weeks that I had missed. So quickly and very swiftly, I'm going to get into the points from week 24 that I may not have been able to talk about. So uh, I need some quick theme music. Let me let me think of something. All right, this should work. Go ahead and cue that music, please. Look, week 24 had a lot of interesting perspectives. We're going to talk about the Lakers being the laughing stock, but I'm tired of talking about the Lakers. It seemed like every week when I was doing these episodes, I was talking about the Lakers. So let me talk about the explosion of points that happened that week. Kyrie put up 60. KD had put up 53 that Sunday, even though it's not technically going into the week that I would like to consider it. But KD put up 53 before Kyrie put up that 60. And then that Thursday, Sadiq Bay put up 51, which is very rare for a Piston to put up any numbers other than like 25 or 30 maybe. So to see Sadiq put up 51, that was a very motivating thing for the future of what the what could be for the Pistons. They got some nice young pieces, and Sadiq has really cemented himself as one of those core pieces going forward. It just made me think about how everybody was having trouble scoring the basketball, how the numbers, the shooting percentages were so low, three-point percentages were so low because of the, the change of the ball. And now it seems like players are getting more used to it. Now they out there really making things happen and putting up some record type numbers, which is a good thing to see. And then let's not forget Carl Anthony Towns put up like 60 something too, man. So shout out to all the players who've been out there making some big time things happen with their numbers. Let's talk about the return of the big man. We talk about MVP candidates. You're probably looking at Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic, two big men. 
not your traditional back to the basket type big man more hybrids can step inside outside and do a lot of other different things but it's a good thing to see that the big man is starting to come back in the league when you talk about Embiid and Jokic and Carlin and Towns guys like Jared Allen and Rudy Gobert it's good to see a mixture of big men it makes for some interesting matchups when teams play together play against each other because the the introspective for big man is so unique and different that it makes for a good solid game of basketball to watch draymond green was in the news he said it didn't matter what position the warriors were in no matter what seed they finished in they were the favorites to win the championship mm. as of late the warriors have been struggling mightily they lost last night to the washington wizards and they have not been looking the same granted they are missing steph curry but at the same time this is a team according to draymond this is a team that no matter what they are the favorites to win the nba championship and speaking of steph Last week, he did get hurt. He sprained a ligament in his foot. He's probably going to miss the rest of the regular season and expected to be back for the playoffs. Anthony Davis is expected to come back sometime in April to finish out the stretch run for the Lakers. And they need all of the bodies that they can get right now. They are in a dog fight for that 10th spot. San Antonio is creeping right up on the heels of them. And this is so sad to see a team that has so much promise in According to ESPN, they was going to win 54 games. This is a team that has literally, literally been the biggest disappointment of the season. But one player who hasn't been a disappointment is LeBron James, who has officially stepped into the number two ranking in the all-time NBA scoring list, surpassing Carl Malone. He did that Saturday night against the last Saturday night against the Washington Wizards in a game in which they... Dominate, I wouldn't say dominated, but they had control of it for about a good portion of the game until Washington finally decided to actually play some basketball. It ended up taking the game from the Lakers. But it's good to see LeBron play as long as he has and been effective for as long as he has to be able to surpass records that a lot of people felt were insurmountable records to never be broken. And we always talk about who is the greatest this that and the third i don't really like getting into those discussions because you can make legitimate arguments for one person and legitimate arguments for the other i will just say this that back in the 90s and in the 80s everybody said jordan was the goat in my time the 90s 2000s lebron is our jordan so you could definitely say that lebron is the greatest of our era I won't make I won't go into the discussion of who the greatest of all time is because you can make legitimate arguments for legitimate people. And I just don't think that that'd be maybe in another episode going forward, but I just won't do it in this one. Oh, and then in my locks of the week, I went six and one last week. I think I I think I stated that in last week's episode. So I have a record of 92, 45 and one. So that is week 24 of the National Basketball Association. So let's go ahead and let's talk about the things that was week 25. First off, let's start back with Kyrie, who has officially returned back to full-time play. 
NBA in New York City may have won the battle initially, but Kyrie ended up winning the war. Hell yeah. He stood tall on what he believed in, and he had to sacrifice a lot of games. In fact, he, he sacrificed 36 home games not to be able to play because of the vaccine mandates and things of that nature, but he is back on the team full time. Now, it didn't help last night as they lost to the charlotte hornets but going forward this is a team that is starting to look more and more dangerous and a team that definitely isn't an eighth seed ninth seed playing team they are going to be some serious serious noise made by brooklyn in the playoffs i believe i had them initially winning the championship i don't know if i still stand firm on that right now but this is a team that's going to make a lot of teams in that top echelon. So the Eastern Conference in the playoffs going to make them sweat. Overall, I'm happy for Kyrie, man. And I think this narrative of him and whatever, I think it needs to stop. Everybody isn't crazy just because they believe in certain things and they stand by certain things. If you a chick... You stand by that dude who put you through hell and do all this other stuff, but you'll stand by him, even though the signs is obvious that you need to leave. Or that guy, you stand by that girl who put you through so much, spend all your money, cheat on you, and do all this other crazy stuff. You stand by her with no problem. So just because somebody has a belief in something that you may not have a belief in, doesn't make them no different or no weirder or no better or nothing like that they just have certain beliefs that they believe in you agree to disagree and then you try to come to an ultimatum and eventually this would this would have came down to they were maybe not because of Kyrie, but the ultimatum was made and he was able to play games going forward so shout out to miami <laughs> shout out to Kyrie because brooklyn they ain't really want nothing to do with him eric spostra Jimmy Butler and Udonis Haslam got into a verbal altercation with Jimmy Butler and Udonis Haslam having to be separated as they were about to get into some some extracurricular activities. Now, let me just say this. Udonis Haslam is the OG of the team, and wherever, anytime he speaks, a lot of people listen. Jimmy Butler is trying to submit himself as that leader of the team, and he's trying to put his stamp on that team trying to give them the the identity of his play style so when you have an og on the team who knows what you're trying to do and when you're not living up to your end of the bargain of course he's going to call you out he's a three-time nba champion he's been through the wars so he's not trying to tell you anything to try to down talk you or try to make belittle you he's just trying to help you in the quest of going to the championship and being a legitimate contender and sometimes in the heat of the moment especially when you're going through losing streaks like Miami have been going through you don't want to hear that and it happens all the time it happens all the time it may not happen on the court it may not happen on the bench it may happen at a hotel it may happen at practice it may happen in the locker room it's places where it's not been seen so when it's seen it's a big deal but it's not really that big of a deal because if you're on a team all the time especially on a team where expectations were supposed to be big and you go through a little skid and you go through a little slide you of course emotions is going to be heavy everybody's going to be feeling it everybody's going to feel the pressure of what it is that they're trying to accomplish 
I don't think too much of nothing of this, but it seems like the 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 back and forth that was had hasn't really transpired into things that they want to happen because they still been struggling. They gave away a double digit lead to the Knicks and ended up losing that game, getting outscored by like twenty something points in the fourth quarter. So they're gonna get it together. I, I trust and believe that they're gonna get it together. They just lost to Brooklyn Saturday night. They're gonna get it together eventually. And I'm not really worried about Miami going forward. Last and not least, we got to talk about Kobe staying with the Nike brand as the Kobe estate and Nike agreed to a deal which will allow for Nike to sell Kobe Bryant product, which will re-release 11 of his uh, retros, six post-career models and a Gianna Bryant shoe with a charity component. I think this is dope. The only thing that I really worry about going forward is the pricing of these shoes and the, the quantity of these shoes because as soon as Kobe Bryant passed, numbers shot out the wazoo, pairs became extremely limited and you weren't able to get a pair and even now on the market you're paying a ridiculous amount of money for some Kobe Bryant shoes. And a lot of people may not have that cash to make that type of investment in shoes and they just want to do something to remember the legacy that was Kobe. So I hope that they make a lot of shoes for a lot of people to be able to buy. And I hope they make it to where shoes aren't ridiculously high where you can't get a, you can't get your hands on some. And it's unfortunate, man. It seems like a lot of people, a lot of celebrities make more cash dead than they will alive. It seems like a lot of people will make profit off of the death of a person, which is very unfortunate. A lot of people will try to profit off of somebody passing away and will make profit off of that person passing away. They never want to do nothing with the person when they was alive. And that's that's really sad and unfortunate. And if something, God behold, something ever happened to me, don't try to profit off of it when I'm gone. If you can't make money with me while I'm here or try to make money with me while I'm here or network or do other things while I'm here, don't try to do nothing when I'm not here and I'm not able to reap the benefits of it. I'm not able to do something dope with what y'all, what, what was going on and, and, and put it into something different. Put my mom up something, put other family members or loved ones up a little something for being the ones who truly believe in me. Don't do it. Like, if I'm gone, listen to the episodes, and, and that's it. Don't try to do nothing else. Don't try to profit off of my name. Last but not least, we getting into the locks of the week. And last week, I went 5-2 and two in my predictions, which gives me a record of 97 47 and one and just in case you are curious to know who i selected in my games i'm going to go ahead and i'm going to share that with you monday i had the wolves beating the mavs but the mavs ended up winning tuesday i had the hawks over the knicks wednesday i had the celtics over the jazz thursday i had the suns over the nuggets friday i had the pistons over the wizards but they ended up losing Saturday, I had the Spurs over the Hornets and I mean the Hornets, I'm sorry, the Pelicans and Sunday, I had the Hornets over the Nets. Those were my selections for the week games that just passed. And we're going to go ahead and we're going to get into this selection this week. The objective is to hit the century mark, 100 wins this week. 
And that's what I'm going for. So let's get to it. So Monday, today, I have the Grizzlies over the Warriors. Tuesday, you can give me the Sixers over the Bucks. Wednesday, give me the Cavs over the Mavs. Thursday, give me the Jazz over the Lakers. Friday, give me the Pistons over the Thunder. Saturday, give me the Bulls over the Heat. And Sunday, give me the Clippers over the Pelicans. Did you feel that? That's your soul re-entering your body. Take time to get yourself back together and tune in for a brand new episode soon.